Namaskar, this is Dharaveda Pragyananda, and welcome to another episode of DharmaCast. Today I'm going to talk on a subject which is uh, fasting. And what I, I'm hesitating because it's a subject which is sometimes we, as yogis, we like it very much, but yet at the same time it's a little bit difficult. So I'm going to talk about it and demystify it and hope, hopefully inspire you to try it if you haven't already done it. So what is fasting? Fasting means to not eat for a certain period of time. And this is a very good method for helping the body, the mind, and the soul. So what about it? How does it work? I like to give an example about you. Suppose you're working in some place and your boss says now you have to work 52 weeks per year and seven days per week, and there's no day off. So imagine how you would feel about that. And imagine if you tried to do that, what that would, what effect that would have on you. Eventually, you would wear down and break down, and, uh, and it wouldn't be a very good outcome. But oh, we can realize this, but yet our digestive system, we, we require it to work 52 weeks, and seven days for those 52 weeks. So we don't give a, a break to our digestive system. We're like a tyrannical boss, in a sense, that we don't give any, any off time for it. Of course, we sleep, and then we don't eat while we're sleeping. Then we have our breakfast, which is to break the fast. But we need more than just that kind of fasting, just nighttime fasting, in order to get some very good results. And what are the good results of fasting? It helps you eliminate toxins, and it gives the rest to our digestive system so that it doesn't break down, and it has a good effect on the mind, which I'll talk about. So that's the idea of fasting. But it seems like a very difficult thing to do, and also people are not clear of how, how much fasting is needed some people think, oh, they would have to fast for a week or two weeks or something like that. But here in the yogic system, which I follow, we do one-day fast, 24-hour fast at certain interval, intervals. And this is actually, now there's a lot of research being done on what, on what is called intermittent fasting. And, and people who are researching it find that it has very good physical benefits. So fasting is very good. So it has to be done on a periodic basis, but, but not for very long, just for 24 hours. If you can do 24 hours, then you'll get some very good results. Now, how to go about it. I like to divide it into three steps. The first step is preparation. So how to prepare? First is mental preparation. You have to take a resolution in your mind. Tomorrow, I'm going to be fasting. This is my day of fasting. And you may think that's very little, but it's a very important step, so I can ex explain. I'm laughing because I, I know what happens when you don't prepare. So you have to make a mental preparation. And then you have to make a physical preparation, which means that the day before fasting, you should eat a normal 
amount of food, not skimp. Because if you skimp on your food the day before the fest, the day of the fest, you, you might feel hungry. And also, on the night of the, before the fasting, take a, a meal with a lot of vegetables and liquids. Liquids is very important too, because you need a good amount of liquids before your fast, especially if you're going to do a dry fast, which I'm, I'll explain um, a little bit more. So you have to have that preparation. Now why, I was laughing when I say you have to make the mental preparation, is like because if you make the mental preparation the night before, tomorrow is my day of fasting, then you're going to wake up in a certain mood where you won't be so eager to eat. Because you know, yeah, I've already, today's my day of fasting. But if you don't make that mental preparation and you start your day, I can guarantee you that in the early morning when you would normally have your breakfast, you will think of a hundred reasons why you should eat breakfast. But if you take that, that um, determination the night before and, uh, and realize that, oh, today I'm fasting, then that next morning you're not going to be starting to think of, oh, I have to fast, my body is going to get very weak, I, I won't make it through the day. So you take that mental preparation, do some physical preparation, means that you will, you will eat nicely the day before and consume a lot of liquids, and then you can begin your fast the next morning. So the yogic fasting is from morning to morning, from sunrise to sunrise. I know there are some systems of fasting where at sunset the fast ends and then people eat at night, but that's not, physically it's, it's not as, as, as good for you. So it's better for you to eat the, the day before, but on the morning of the fast, just before the fast, you, you can drink, take some liquid, just before the sun rises, take some liquids, and then you will do your fasting. And then you have, you're also in the, the mental mode now. Yes, today is my day of fasting. And a very interesting thing, which I find, it varies from person to person, but I find that when I make a mental preparation the day before and I'm physically prepared, I don't feel so hungry on the day of the fasting. It's as if my body goes into a, a fasting mode uh, and I don't feel hungry. Although I know that it varies you know, from person to person uh, and sometimes you do get pain, pangs of hunger. And which I'll talk about how to handle, how to handle that. So now the question comes: What kind of fasting should we do? If you're in good physical health, you can even do dry fasting, which means that you will not take any liquid in that period from the sunrise in the morning until the the next sunrise. So that's possible, and that, that has good effect on the, on the body and also on the mind. So it's possible to do a dry fast. If you're very new to the whole concept of fasting, you can take some, some liquids on the day of the fast, but I would just advise some lemon water and salt, which is the yogic elixir. I'm gonna explain that too. What is that, the magic of the lemon water? But you can take a little lemon water and salt through the day 
and, and that's also a good fast. But if you're able to do a dry fast, then do a dry fast. So this is the, and then there's another thing. This is what to do during the fasting. So one thing, in yoga, in, in the spiritual practice of yoga, there's a word called upavasa. Upavasa means being near to God. So the, the fasting days are called upavasa. It means that on that day a fasting, you should put your mind more towards the spiritual side. So you have two possibilities. While you're fasting, you could be thinking about all the things I'm going to eat tomorrow. I'm going to have this donut and that thing and that cake and this fruit and that thing and that thing. But if you, if you think like that, you, you're misutilizing the time and you just, um, you're also going to make yourself more hungry. So the idea of, of fasting in this sense is to utilize, because you save a lot of time when you don't eat, you don't shop, you don't clean, you don't cook. You save some time. So what should you do with that time? So use that time for reading or use that time for meditation. Use that time for something spiritual. So this is the concept of how to best utilize that time. And I'm going to talk about also the periodicity of the fasting and, and the arrangement of it. So how often should you fast? The yogis fast on, on the lunar, according to the lunar cycle. So there are two days in the month which is called um, Ekadashi. It means the 11th, the 11th day of the lunar cycle, 11th day after the, the full moon and the 11th day after the new moon. And these are very good days for fasting. And, and in traditional uh, Indian religion or Hindu religion, that, that 11th day is recognized and it's a fasting day there. So you can fast on the 11th day of the lunar cycle or you can fast on the full moon and the new moon. You can even do four times a month of fasting. And so you can mark it on the calendar. You can mark the calendar, mark the 11th. I say, I recommend you start off with just two times a month on the 11th day. So you mark that on the calendar. So you, look, you can look on the calendar, see where the full moon and the new moon is, and then mark 11 days. Now, one thing which is important, when you're fasting, some tasks become very difficult to do. Like if you have heavy physical labor on the day, which you see, you mark your calendar, but on that day is, you have to help your friend move furniture you know, from, from his house. So that's not a very great day to do fasting. So the fasting should be done on days when there's not so much taxing effort, either physical or mental. So that's why mark the day on the calendar, but you have latitude to move it uh, according to your preference. So let's say if an, an off day is coming, when you, you, you'll be off from work, then maybe you'll move the, the fasting day to that, to that off day, the day when you, day of rest when you have. So, so according to your convenience, you can move the day of fasting. Now one thing, why is the 11th day a good day? So this has to do with the lunar cycle. The lunar, the moon is, is pulling all the fluids of the earth and the human body happens to be close to 70% liquid. So it has an effect on the mind. The upward motion of the, of the, of the fluid 
upsets the the brain a little bit. That's why in ancient times or not so ancient times, crazy people were called lunatics. And even I have one friend who, who lived in a village in Poland. He said, Donna, I always know when the fasting day comes. I said, how do you know that? He said, all these, the drunk people go out and they become more crazy on that day. So I don't know, that's an anecdote. But, but the yogis have, have determined that the 11th day of the lunar cycle is a time when normally you would get perturbation from the, or disturbance from the moon. And, and by fasting, by keeping, especially by dry fasting and keeping the, um, the, the, the stomach empty, then there's a counteracting force which helps to keep the mind at peace. Anyway, you can try that out and see. But one thing is sure, that if you do the f liquid fasting or, or dry fasting, and you, you can do it on a periodic basis, two times a month, or if you're really uh, able, you can four times a month, but I recommend two times for most people, then it will have a very good effect on the health. Now, I mentioned that we need a proper preparation and then proper doing of the fast, on picking the proper day um, with less activity and keeping your mind engaged, not on what you're going to eat the next day, but on, uh, on something which is beneficial to you. Now the question comes, how to end the fast? So the, the preparation, and then doing it, and ending. All three are very important. So how to end the fast? So on the morning, when the fast has ended, you're going to break the fast. So one method of breaking the fast, which helps to eliminate toxins, which is one of the benefits of fasting, is a system which yogis use. You take some water, Let's say you take one cup of water, or one glass of water, you cut a lemon in half, and you, you squeeze the juice of that lemon into the glass. And in that glass, you stir in salt, a good amount of salt, even like from a half to three quarters of a teaspoon. That may seem like a lot of salt, but if you mix it, actually, the taste is, is it's a good taste. And you take that, that glass or that cup of, of water and you drink it and then prepare another glass or another cup and the same thing you mix half of a lemon and a, a good amount of salt and you take it and if you want you can also um, take a, a piece of a banana some people some yogis do it they say that if you take a banana without chewing, take a piece of it, a small piece, not the whole banana, and you, you swallow that without chewing it, it, it cleans the, 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 the body. Or you can just take some, just take a banana, but chew it anyway. And it, what it does is, I'll explain. So what happens is when you take that lemon water, it starts the peristaltic action. It takes a little bit of time it varies, but certainly if you take that much water with salt, and that amount of salt, the amount of salt is important, and you and you also eat a banana, within an hour, you're going to have a, a, a motion, and that motion is a strong one, because that, that salty water cannot stay in the body, it will flush out. It's just like when you have to flush out for a colonoscopy, so I'm getting into 
the, um, the grimier sides of it, but it's very important because we want to eliminate the toxins. So if, if you, you fast, then end it nicely with the proper um, flushing of the system. It has a, a tremendous effect on, on your body. Your skin will become nice. You, you will look younger. Everything. People will wonder how you, you stay so healthy. And this is the secret. The secret is prepare, do the fast, and end the fast nicely. And, and you do it periodically, and it will help you very, very much in your life. Now, then after the fast, after you've done that with the, the lemon water and all that, then you can take your normal um, food. And, and, and people sometimes say to eat a lot of fruit and light food. Or, um, but some people even tell me that they're not very hungry after the fast. But what I find is that after the fast, if I take a normal breakfast, sometimes at 11 o'clock I'm hungry again because the, because the body is trying to recover, um, to gain some extra energy from missing on the fasting. But anyway, you'll discover what's best for you. So anyway, and so that's also another part of the planning of it. You should make your planning such that you, you'll be able to eliminate the toxins after the fast. So let's say the next morning you have to rush on the airplane at an early flight. That's not a very good day to end the fast because you need some time um, to do that. So anyway, this is this is what is called Ekadashi, um, the 11th day fasting. Um, and this is called periodic fasting, yogic fasting. And if you do this on a regular basis, it's going to help you. It also helps the, the soul or the in the sense that you're going to be able to have time for meditation, and it purifies the mind too. This is related to the lymphatic system by by reducing the amount of of, of lymph which is um, un, unutilized properly. This has a good effect on the mind, so it helps the mind, the body, and the soul. So fasting is one of the tools. So what I said before is. We have ambivalent um, feelings towards fasting. Oh, it's fasting day. It's a little bit of a trouble. It's a trouble. It, it, it is certainly not easy, but we do it willfully and, and with joy because it has such a great effect, a tremendous effect on health. It's one of, my guru says, is one of the secrets of long life, regular fasting, fasting on a periodic basis. So I hope that you will uh, try it out Try it out. Go to your calendar, look for the new moon, the full moon, mark off 11 days, and then the day before that, fasting day on the calendar, prepare your mind, and then prepare your body with good liquids and good vegetables. And then the next, on the day of the fasting, use that time which you have um, saved, you know, from eating and cleaning and, and whatever, and, and use that for your your spiritual and your mental benefit. So do it, give, give it a try. And if you have any questions, you can contact my website and either dharmacast.com or dadaveda.com and, and send me a message. Give me a, a, there's a contact form on those sites. Give me a message and, and I will help, to help you with your fasting, but do it. It will really, it will be one of the best things you ever did in your whole life. I guarantee, I promise. So thank you very much and come back for another episode of DharmaCast. <laughs>